good Sunday morning. City Gate Church and Pastor Howie Cantrell welcome you to this week's broadcast. We encourage you to tune in each Sunday morning at 7.30 right here on 100.7 WHIN. Or visit us in person at 734 Red River Road in Gallatin, Tennessee. Services start at 945. And now, Pastor Howie Cantrell. Morning, everybody. Got a, an opportunity to, to get away this week, and we're going to be looking at the woman, the child, and the dragon. God has a way of turning us around and showing us things if we'll just give him those problems. You see, as we dig into this today, what you're going to understand and what I, I want you to walk away with this one thing, just one thing. We continue to talk about how bad it's getting. So fuel comes down, Jeff said, fuel comes down a few cents and everybody's, yay. No. Guys, listen, you need to understand something. Get this today. If you don't get anything else, if you don't learn anything else, and I pray that you learn a lot today because this is where we're going to start going into the deep water. But I'm telling you right now that you need to understand it is not going to get better. Amen. I'm sorry you don't want to feel that way and you don't want to look at it that way. It's okay. You need to understand this world is not going to heal itself. This world is not going to get better. Things are not going to get better. They're going to stay where they are and they're going to continually decline the same way it has since we were children and we didn't understand it. But I'm telling you what the word says that these days and time, these days and times that we're in right now are the birth pangs of something that is about to be birthed. This world is going to change more dramatically and more drastically. And I'm telling you right now, the next president, the next president, the president after that, there's a hundred more, is not going to make the difference God is. It's not going to take a man to fix what we've got going. It's going to take a nation to turn her face away from those things and turn back to God and then he'll heal our land because that's what the word declares. Is everybody still with me today? Because if my people who are called by my name will turn from what you've been doing, stop going that direction, stop looking to the world for answers, stop looking for your party for answers, stop looking at Google for answers, and start looking at God for answers, you will find the answer in Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that he then will heal our land. And I thank God for what I'm seeing. I thank God for the changes, but I also know that we are in the midst of the birth pangs. Amen? Let's keep going now. I, I started preaching, so now let's, let's get going. I might go back to my Pentecostal roots before this is over with. Y'all ain't seen that part of me before. But I ain't scared. I'll tell you that right now. I prayed today for God to say the words that he wanted you to hear today. And what's needed, the people that are online. And before I go any further, I just want to thank our online audience I don't get to see you personally. I know that I, I've gone so many places and so many people have said, hey, you're that guy. Well, yeah, but I don't know how that's going to work out before the conversation's over. But I just, I thank God for those of you that are online. I thank you for watching. I thank you for supporting. I thank you for spending time with us every week. So let's get into our word now. And I want to break some things down. I want you to wrap your head around 
where we're going. If you've got your pens out, take some notes because you're going to learn some things today, God willing. <clears throat> the Bible says this. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. You need to get a picture of this. So we have a woman that's clothed with the sun, so she's radiant. The moon is under her feet, and on her head she has a garland of 12 stars. Now, I'm giving you my views on this stuff. I'm giving you my opinions on that. I want to reassure you that these are my views. These are my opinions. I have researched and I have studied, but I don't know everything. I'm just sharing what I've learned with you, okay? So when we look at this, there's only one person who's able to use the earth as his footstool, and that's God. So this is the lesser. So we know we're not talking about God. We're talking about the lesser because it talks about in the Bible, it says that the sun is to rule the day and the moon, the lesser, is to rule the night. Amen? That's what the word declares. So I want you to understand that who we're talking about here is Israel. Okay? That, that radiance, this is the chosen of God. God brought us in as Gentiles, but his chosen is still his chosen. That's why he asks us and tells us, commands us to pray for peace in Israel. The 12 stars are the 12 tribes. These are the 12 tribes of Israel. The radiance, just like the moon, it ha she has no radiance of her own. She is reflecting like the, the moon does from the sun. She is reflecting her father, God. Amen? So I want you to understand that she possesses no radiance of her own. She is merely a reflection of the one who chose her. Okay? Now, let's dig in a little bit deeper. Now, we're talking about Israel. And now we're gonna, there's going to be some really back and forth transformations in these few scriptures that we're going over today. But I want you to keep up with me. Okay? So then, the Bible says, being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. Now, I'm letting you know that Israel has cried many, many, many times. But there is not going to be a cry like is coming to Israel. And we're going to see that here in just a little bit. I want you to wrap your thoughts around this, focus on this, and see this in your mind's eye of how this woman is extremely pregnant. She is ready to give birth. And she starts to cry out loud. It's not, it's not anything, so it's a loud cry. It's not a small thing. Now, this is the beginning of the story. Let's go into the continuation. Because the Bible says, And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven diadems on his heads. Now let's dig into this just for a minute because I want you to get this part. So now what we're looking at is you need to understand that in the time of John, in Rome at that time, there were mountains. And these mountains were strongholds. 
And there were seven of them. There were seven mountains. This is one thought. I, I lean this direction. And it's all about, you need to understand, it's all about Rome. It's all about the Roman Empire, okay? Having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems. So there were seven heads. There were these there's seven mountains that had places there that were worshipped, that people worshipped their gods on. And there were ten horns because there were ten cities of renown at the time. And the seven diadems represent the seven crowns that were on those seven places where Satan had built and set up these little kingdoms of gods that were being worshipped. Does that make sense? When we start looking at it and we start understanding, okay, we see what's happening now. Satan has got his kingdom. He's working on his thing. He's getting it worked out. So as we go a little bit further, I want you to watch this right here. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. Now, and the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. So now Satan has taken a third of the stars of heaven. You understand that this represents a third of the angels that were in heaven. A third of those were taken down and he threw them to the earth with him. See, the devil don't go down by himself. You understand that, right? You know, growing up, there was always that kid that if he went down, everybody went down. Travis said in the Marine Corps, they call them grenades. And you always want to keep a grenade on the outside so he can take all the junk, but never let him on the inside so you don't feel his junk. Does that make sense? Satan's not like that. When Satan goes down, he takes everything and everybody. That's what you need to understand about sin. He makes sure that he puts sin in your life. He makes sure that, that he's got it there available. It's ready. People think that you can just choose anything you want. You can do anything you want. You can go anywhere you want. And that's true. You can. But I promise you there's a price to be paid for your choices. Amen. Look, I am evidence of bad choices. Somebody tried, the devil jumped at me today with a donut. <laughs> I wanted to eat me a whole box of them donuts. I never have been good. I'm like that Lay's potato chip guy. I'm the one feeling the bottom of the bag. You know what I'm talking about? Because I've eaten the whole thing. But I want you guys to understand that Satan is doing his job. And if you're on his team, he's taking you with him. You're not going to escape the grasp of that tail. Amen? Let's keep going because this is getting good right here. Now watch this. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Watch. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. So I wonder who this child is. So out of the nation of Israel is birthed a child. That child we know is Jesus and he is sitting on the right hand of the Father now. So we're starting to see some time movement here. And if we're not careful, we get confused because it's going to go back and forth. Okay? So stay with me and let's keep going. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God. Listen to this. That they should feed her. There, 1,260 days. 
Now, just so you know, that is just about three and a half years. Okay? Just about three and a half years. And we haven't gotten to this place yet, but we know that there's going to be seven years when the Antichrist comes and establishes his position. In the middle of three and a half years, he breaks his treaty with Israel and everything gets turned upside down. So this is tying this into that. And as we see this, we're going to see the layers build as we work on this foundation. Now, this is something that, that people get confused with right here. There are two different times here that Satan is going to be thrown out of heaven. Once before, Satan was thrown out of heaven. God cast him to the earth. But we need to understand that Satan still has the ability to go to heaven. Now, people are like, no, he can't do that. He can't do this. He Let me tell you something. Anytime there is a tribunal, anytime there is a, a court that's set up, there is a judge, there is a prosecuting attorney, and there is a defending attorney. Thank you, Jesus. He is my defense attorney. We need to understand this. We need to see this because if we go back into the Old Testament, we see that in the book of Job very explicitly says that Satan and his angels come to heaven because they accuse the brethren. We're going to get into this a little deeper today. Now watch. I'm going to show you something. I want you to learn here. So Satan is thrown out of heaven. This is going to be the second time. Now watch this. Let me show you something here. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. Now, they were all fighting. The dragon, his angels, Michael, his angels, they're all fighting. Everybody, they're going to war. War broke out in heaven. Now, y'all probably don't have these kind of family reunions. You do. Okay, I can, I can tell. It never fails. You bring all the family together from wherever they come from, and sooner or later, somebody's going to say something that happened or somebody's not supposed to know about, and the whole thing gets flipped, turned upside down. So you got to understand, you've got all these creatures, these angels that are in heaven that God has created, and you've got the good ones and the bad ones, and they all come together. Something's going to happen. And that's what happened. War broke out. Now watch. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them, listen, in heaven any longer. Now, I'm going to break this down, and I'm going to build a case for myself here, okay? And I want you to see this. Listen very carefully. Watch. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan. Now watch, who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Now, this is the part that I, that I like the way the Bible writes this. Those angels that the Bible talks about with the, the tail of the dragon grabbed and, and took to earth, they didn't go willingly. Satan pulled them, but God threw them. Doesn't the word say something like, I'd rather have you hot or cold than lukewarm because I will spew you from my mouth. Am I making sense now? When God makes his mind up to do something, he takes his time 
But when he makes his mind up to do it, he moves. And there's no backing up from it. Now watch. I'm going to show you something. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. Now watch this. Watch. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Now, if Satan hadn't been in in God's presence accusing day and night the brethren, how could he not have been in heaven? I promise you God didn't leave his throne to go find the devil and say, what are you doing? You still with me? Okay, so what we see is this is another time. We know that the war had broken out. Satan was cast out, but then Satan comes back to heaven. We go further in the Bible. We're going to see something. The Bible says he makes a new heaven and a new earth, right? Because both have been contaminated by sin. And so he makes a new heaven and a new earth after the fact, all right? This is the part that's coming. It's coming much later, but it's coming, all right? So as we go a little further, what we understand is and what we see is that this tribunal, this court that holds itself day and night continually, Satan is coming, and you who have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, every little thing you say and every little thing you do, the devil takes it and throws it in front of God and says, this is, you say, this is your child, look what he's doing. He's guilty. And then Jesus says, your honor, Father, that's mine. I bought it. I paid a price for that. That person belongs to me. I washed him in my blood. My mercy and my grace cover him. And God says, not guilty. Now that's what we get. We talk about, I got to give up all this stuff. And I've talked about that in weeks and, and months and years gone by. Of all the things that we have to give up to become Christians, I'm going to tell you something. I'll give it all up for an innocent. Innocent. Every time I go to court, I'll take that one. Amen? And listen, you know you're guilty. I know I'm guilty. I've done something. I've said something. I've, I've done something that I shouldn't do. I've said something I shouldn't say. And I go against the word with a thought or a deed or an action of some kind. And God says... I forgive you as long as you bring it to him and ask for forgiveness. Amen? I don't know if y'all are getting it, but this is good stuff here because this is why. And they overcame him. This is Satan. This is the dragon. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Now, what does that mean? That means that they did not quit. I went the wrong direction. Try that. That means that they did not refuse Christ. Even when the gun was put to the head like the young girl in Columbine. Even when they were stood up against the firing squad. Even when they were thrown into fires and thrown into lion's dens as Daniel. They did not give up. They did not quit. They held to their faith in Jesus Christ. 
And let me tell you something. Cheap grace and cheap faith won't hold up. It won't hold up. You're going to sacrifice something. You're going to give something. There are people that are going through stuff right now. Listen, there's a guy named Ron Cannoli. He's a, a personal friend of my mom and dad's. He's a recording artist. But he wrote a song, and the lyrics of the song go like this. If you catch hell, don't hold it. And if you're going through hell, don't stop. And there are people that I know, personal friends of mine, people that I love with my whole heart, they're going through what feels like hell right now. Can I get an amen? This world thinks they're going through hell right now, but they're not. It may feel like it, but they're not. And you need to understand, you don't have to hold on to it, and you don't have to give up, you don't have to quit, and you don't have to stop. What you got to do is keep going. Jeff was talking about it today. He said, I know, I know, I know that sooner or later, God's going to deliver us from this situation. And that's what it's all about, guys. It's not about giving up. It's about persistence. It's about holding on. There's an old song we used to sing, hold to God's unchanging hand. We've got to learn to hold on. And if it's real, it'll last. Amen. We got far too many people that are saved in their head and not in their heart. You don't make a choice and make a decision because the word of God declares, you did not choose me, but I chose you. You don't just wake up and say, you know what? I'm going to change my life. I'm going to be a Christian. I can tell you those people because they're like the flash in the pan. They're there for a minute and then they're gone because they have no root. They have no sustenance. They have no desire to change, to allow themselves to go into the hands of God and for him to make a change in their life. They just want to change their mind. They don't want to change their life. That's powerful right there. That's a God thing. I know it is. Now listen. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. Now watch. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows he knows that he has a short time. Now, you guys think it's bad right now. It looks like it's bad right now. It's nothing. When the devil realizes that his clock is truly running out, you think he's going to be merciful to anybody on this planet? I'm telling you, like that tail took a third, his tail will take all. He will destroy everything that God created. That's his plan. You do know that, right? Remember we talked earlier about the 144,000 that God had to preserve? Because Satan, and I'm going to show you, Satan's trying to kill them all. And God had to preserve them. Let's keep going. Because what you need to understand now is we're going to move into another phase, and we're going to look at the woman persecuted. The woman persecuted. Now, the Bible talks about this because Satan is so angry. He's been thrown out of heaven. He is now on earth and he is looking for victims. Now watch what the Bible says as he goes through this process. Watch what he says. 
Now, when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, now he's now realized he doesn't get to go back. He doesn't get to go back for his visits anymore. Now he is isolated to here on the earth. He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. Now, remember that Jesus comes out of the body of Israel. He comes out of one of the brothers. So he is part of Israel. So that's what Satan is going to be trying to destroy now is Israel. Okay? Now, let's keep going. Because as we study this and as we look at this, God always helps his people. Let me tell you something. How many times have you cried out to God in need and he made a difference? How many times have you leaned on God and he let you down? You see, this is where that person who is on the milk, who's not mature, who hasn't been through anything, they think that God's run off. They think that God's let them down. The Bible says, I will never, and it says it this way in the Greek. It says it five times. It uses a double negative in this. It says, I will, big I, being God, I will never, 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 never. It says it five times in the original language. I will never leave you or forsake you. And if you belong to God, he's got you. Don't let the devil get in your mind and deceive you into believing that he doesn't love you and he doesn't care and he's not there for you. That's a lie. Because he gave the most precious thing he had for you. Amen? I'm feeling good today, y'all. I had a vacation. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she may fly into the wilderness to her place. Where she is nourished for a time and times and a half time from the presence of the serpent. So now let me explain to you what these times are, okay? In the scripture, when you see this and it says a time, that's a year, okay? So a time and times, that becomes three, and a half time, half, so three and a half years. Isn't that funny? It just keeps coming back. And it's going to keep coming back as we go. So that's what that means. It's not, it's not difficult. It's kind of like when we do the Gettysburg Address and we see four score and seven years ago. Well, what's a score? That's music, right? But we learn that these things mean something. So a time equals a year. Times is plural. That's two years and a half. So when you add them up, you get three and a half years. Okay? And so they're going to be hidden from Satan. But watch what Satan does. Do you think Satan's happy when somebody can fly away and get out of a problem? He's not happy at all because look what he does. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Now look here what happens because God created everything, right? We believe that God created the heavens. God created the earth. So watch what the earth does. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. 
Now, we see that there's another time that the earth opened up and it released water. And that's when we had the flood. The Bible says that the earth opened up and the floods came. They came from above and they came from beneath. But now this same earth that opened up here had the ability to open up and swallow this flood that was coming against the woman, that was coming against the nation of Israel. Now watch. And the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with her. The rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now we got to understand what it is that we're talking about here because you need to, to get this today. This is the 144,000 that are sealed. They're sealed with the mark. We talked about that early on in Revelation as we started the study. These are the ones that have been sealed. They have the testimony. Now, people say that they don't want to give their testimony. They don't want to speak. They don't want to share. Listen, I get it. I understand. But you need to understand that it's going to be the word of your testimony. See, that's part of that head stuff. That's where the devil tries to get you to be quiet. He tries to get you to be silent. But God will be faithful. Amen? You've been listening to Pastor Howie Cantrell with CityGate Church, located at 734 Red River Road, Gallatin, Tennessee. Please visit us in person for Sunday worship at 945. You may also see our live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. From everyone at CityGate, have a blessed week.